Good morning. Welcome to the podcast. This is Pastor Jack, and we're glad you're here this morning. And want to talk to you today. And again, we've been talking about uh, finding your life vision. And I want to talk to you about finding your place in the kingdom today. There's a lot of transition, a lot of, uh, I would call it maybe instruction. The Lord seems to be giving people all over his body. And one is, uh, we really need to get back to doing things kind of the way Jesus did them. I think we... uh, sometimes can get religious and fall into uh, institutional mindsets where that we uh, do things because that's how we've always done it and we obviously don't want to rock the boat with people so and and it's good to be kind and thoughtful of what people think but we need to learn how to walk in the instructions that God gives us he gives us his word his written word which we know gives us great guidelines and he also gives us a spoken word when he speaks specific things to us to direct our lives. And uh, I want us to turn to Matthew chapter 4. If you've got a smartphone or you've got your Bible there, if you're doing devotions or whenever you listen to this podcast, go to uh, Matthew chapter 4 and begin in verse 13. And leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is upon the sea coast in the borders of Zebulun and Nephtalim, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, The land of Zebulun, the land of Nephtalim, by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people which sat in darkness saw great light. And to them which sat in the region, a shadow of death, light is sprung up. From that time, Jesus began to preach, to say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. This is a real transition time where Jesus had come out of his temptation in the wilderness. And he begins to preach the gospel of the kingdom. We know that down in the end of this chapter when it's described what Jesus is preaching. And he does basically four things. And it's still the pattern for us too. But one of the things that really jumps out in this story is that Jesus left where he was born to go to another city to fulfill a prophetic word that was given years ago that he would walk in. So it's interesting that he left where he was familiar with. It's believed, too, at this time that Joseph, his earthly father, had died. There's not a lot of Bible to, to prove that, but it's, it seems to be the case. And so Jesus and his family, Mary, some of his other family members probably, moved to Capernaum at this time. And he established, you know, you're going to hear phrases in Scripture about he was in the house. He was in the house. It was actually his house, they believe. But I think that's significant. When you're looking for your life vision, sometimes you're going to have to leave the familiar, what you're used to, to go to the place 
that God has really called you to go. Okay, now you might still live in the same house, but your ministry will be directed by what the Lord is speaking to you. I hope that makes sense to you. And you notice here that Jesus was sent to the darkness. And when we talk about finding your place in the kingdom, and we've shared this in earlier episodes, but we need to realize that we all have a particular field. You know, and uh, I know people get frustrated when, you know, we have certain giftings and we have certain callings and then we, we heap on people that they need to do the same callings we have. Why aren't you guys winning the lost? Why aren't you teaching Sunday school? Why aren't you preaching? You know, we can, we can have an affinity for things that God has called us to do, but it doesn't necessarily mean that God has called everybody else to do the exact thing. And when you begin to identify what the Lord's speaking to you specifically, then you just need to go and obey. Jesus begins to preach, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's here. And he begins to call his disciples. He calls Peter and Andrew. And he tells them to follow him. And he also calls James and John. And if you go down to verse 23 of Matthew chapter 24, we begin to hear what Jesus did. And it's really what we need to be doing as churches. You know, we were, I was preaching Sunday night on uh, the three archangels in heaven, Satan being one and Michael and Gabriel. And they have three assignments. It was believed that Satan was the worship leader of heaven. It was believed that Gabriel was the one that delivers the word. It was believed that Michael is the one in charge of warfare or prayer. And you have the three components of a church service, which is word, prayer, and worship. And those are good things. But I'm talking about the kingdom. I'm going to talk about a church service. When you talk about your life vision, don't think in terms of a church building. Think in terms of where you live. It's so important you understand that. And when we hear people talk about the kingdom, they'll say, well, I'm kingdom oriented. What they mean is, and they don't quite understand that, what they mean is kingdom is the body of Christ, where church minded is just a local church. That's not the kingdom. That's the body of Christ. The kingdom is everywhere. It's every sphere of society. And when Jesus preached the gospel of the kingdom, he was preaching it in a place that wasn't necessarily church. It wasn't even all the time the synagogue, even though he went to the synagogue. But if we read verse 23, it says, Jesus went about all Galilee, Teaching in their synagogues, he did that. Preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And it says, his fame went throughout all Syria and they brought in him all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments and those which were possessed with devils and those which were lunatics and those that had the palsy. And the word says, and he healed them. So he he basically had four areas. He taught them. 
He preached the gospel of the kingdom. He healed all manner of sickness. And really, he set free any of those that were possessed with the devil. So he had a strong deliverance ministry. But the focus was on the kingdom. That's where Jesus wants to come and influence. And that's why the church is in such a mess, because our focus is we come to a building and we want people to come see us. And they really don't anymore. You know, when we were younger, pretty much a lot of people went to church. Now it's not like that. It's totally transition. People won't come to church. So we need to change our strategy back to what Jesus did. Jesus went among the people. Jesus healed the lunatics. I would have loved to have been in some of those scenes when he walked out there and people were just crazy and out of their minds and Jesus came in their midst and set them free. And you know, he can do the same with us too. We need to start praying that all of us would really transition to where we live and begin to represent the king as an ambassador. And when you're discovering your life vision, you really need to focus on your 24-7 because you're only in church for an hour and a half, two hours. If you're really in a wild church, you might be there three hours. And really what we're supposed to do there is get instructed in the word, worship God, get filled up with gas, filled up with the presence of the Lord so that we can go and be the church in the world. Not live in the world, but but minister to the world. And uh, what do you really love to do and who do you love to be around? Because when you find your place in the kingdom, it's so invigorating when God begins to use, use us. I want to encourage you today to uh, really begin to identify it Again, if you could describe yourself in one word, a title you would have, not so you can be egotistical about it, but so you know how you're going to function. You might really be called to be a businessman, an entrepreneur. And that's a sacred calling because you're going to have incredible opportunities to minister to people, especially if you're an owner of a business because People look up to you. You can absolutely influence people if you're a business owner. Even if you work for a company, you know, your actions will speak louder than your words. If you're a great worker and you're kind and loving and you serve the people around you, you're going to have a tremendous effect on people as they watch how you walk with the Lord day to day. They get to see how you react when the pressure's on. They get to see all the things you do. And there's a real transition now to kingdom-oriented ministry. And it would be great if we could learn how to uh, really make that. We don't want to make it another institution, but we really want to begin to, to focus on reaching out to those people that are in darkness. The light belongs in darkness. You know, that's, that's where the light goes. If you take light and put it with other light, it really won't affect much. So today, seek out, you know, what you're loving to do in the place in the kingdom of God. 
the kingdom of God is in every area of society. And what, what's happened is we try to build the church. When actually Jesus builds the church, we're supposed to be ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven in the kingdom of darkness. We don't run from the darkness. We run to the darkness. And as we run to the darkness, the glorious light will shine. I just pray the Lord will give us backbone. You know, we're hearing about all kinds of people uh, in tremendous battles, family battles and work battles and community battles. And it seems like the warfare is raging. Well, that's kind of what we've expected. And in the midst of chaos and in the midst of the storm, we're the peace. We're the ones that go on their stand and declare the word of the Lord. And you need to be brave. You need to be courageous. This is not a time for weak Christianity. And if you're like most Christians, you know, we're CIA Christians where, you know, no one around you knows. You need to be bold as a lion, gentle as a dove, wise as a serpent. So, Lord, I thank you this day that you're sending us into the darkness. And, Lord, I pray that we would really begin to move out and function in the world but not of the world bringing the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus to those people around us. We just thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.